0: conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: The Green Bay game is over. Now it's time to talk about what happened in the game. What went right? What went wrong? Who's to blame? it's time for the green and gold Postgame show with steve sparky pfeiffer and former packers running back gary ellerson on the big show radio network
2: welcome in packer fans the green bay packers lose to the buffalo bills this afternoon 19 to 0 but but we did get to see some more jordan love and really at the end of the day that's what this whole preseason really has been about right has been how much jordan love can we see and how happy are with we are we with what we've seen so i i, I just simply want to know this packer fans as they lose 19 to 0 The question is quite simple, right? What do we think of Jordan Love now? Preseason is done. We're not going to see Jordan Love again, hopefully, uh, unless something happens to Aaron Rodgers, which if that happens, season's over. Anyhow, it really won't matter. But what do we think of Jordan Love now? There were many of you that were critical of the pick when the pick was initially made. Very unhappy. I can't believe they traded up for a quarterback. What a horrible decision. That's what most of you said when the Jordan Love pick was made. And many radio hosts said the same thing. What are you doing? Well, they did it. And they drafted Jordan Love. And then last year, COVID and all that stuff. So, no Jordan Love. Then, you get into the regular season, and again, no Jordan Love. And he was third string guy, Tim Boyle, on top of it. So then the season ends, and then the Aaron Rodgers drama begins. Oh, buddy. So glad that's pretty much done with until next offseason. So we go through all of this. Is Rodgers coming? Is he not coming? Is he coming? Is he not coming? And then we don't know if Jordan Love, how in the loop Jordan Love is with the whole conversation. But Jordan Love gets to go through the OTAs and the mini camps and gets to be the guy. Gets to run the offense. Gets to get a majority of the snaps. Gets some experience. Then we get to training camp. There's Jordan Love again. There he is in training camp. Now, not as many snaps, but still getting some snaps. Then we get to the first preseason game. Couple of three and outs. People are a little nervous. Then he conducts the drive. Down the field, resulting in a heel touchdown. And then just before the half, he gets grabbed and gets a little dinged up. Shoulder strainish was the word he used. A little strainish in the shoulder after the game. Fine. So then he sits out, done practice that whole week, done playing the second preseason game. And now comes back this week, and now we get back into practice get back into team practice, gets a couple practices under his belt, get on a plane, fly to Buffalo yesterday, and he gets to come out here and play half a football uh, and into the third quarter. So this is as much as we're going to see of Jordan Love. What do we think of Jordan Love now? After seeing everything you've seen, what do you make of Jordan Love now? Are you happy the Packers made the pick? Now that we've seen Jordan Love through a preseason, are you feeling better about that pick? Are you still kind of not happy about that pick because of what you've seen of Jordan Love to this point? Where are you at on Jordan Love? The Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. No Gary Ellerson today, just Steve Sparky Pfeiffer here. Uh, for those of you that remember Joel Zola, who used to produce for Bill Michaels, he's getting married today. So uh, a lot of people, including Gary and Leroy and Dan Plucker, I think Dan Plucker is going to the wedding reception, Um, they're all uh, hanging out with uh, Joe and the wedding party and so forth coming up in a little bit. So they're off today. I am in flying solo along with Sam Schmidt's other side of the glass. So it's just you and me. So plenty of time for you to dial up the phones, get on the air, and talk about Jordan Love. 855-830-8648. Experience online car buying on your terms with Van Horn Direct as the Packers lose 19 to 0. What do you make of Jordan Love now? And there were some highlights from today's game uh that lead you to believe uh that you know things are going to be okay with Jordan Love. In the
3: SWAT, they've got the rookie Amori Rodgers Love the screws he's got him in a first down it looks like across the way there's taylor working on Tradavius white one of the better cornerbacks in pro football and a beautiful strike put him at the 23 and a pickup of 13 with
2: another packer first down now malik taylor is a guy that is battling with reggie Bagleton for that last receiver spot if they decide to keep six if they keep seven which i'm not so sure they're going to keep seven but if they were to keep seven I think both these guys make it. Bagleton has shown good and bad as a punt returner. Malik Taylor has shown well on special teams for the most part, as he did last year, uh, and has shown to be a a good receiver. So there's Malik Taylor on that catch, courtesy of Packers Television Network, Harlan and Lofton on the call. Uh, And now Reggie Bagleton gets his opportunity. It's first and ten. Dylan in the backfield.
3: Braden with the block, loved outfield, and he's got his receiver to the 35-yard line and caught by Reggie Bagleton. He's on the bubble trying to make the team, puts him at the 34, and a pickup on the play of 29,
2: love to Bagleton. You know, James Lofton uh, said it during the broadcast uh, on the Packers TV network that you can look at Reggie Bagleton and see that he's played football. Because, again, he was a star receiver. A dozen touchdowns or whatever in the CFL. He was that guy. And when he got here last year uh, for training camp at preseason, there were a lot of fans, Packer fans, that apparently had watched CFL football. I do not watch the CFL. But some that thought Reggie Bagleton was going to be that guy. And that never really happened. So now you've seen Reggie Bagleton kind of really pick it up here a little bit. It uh, looks like he could be a significant factor. He looks like a wide receiver. He fits the mold of what an NFL wide receiver looks like. He shows you some of those uh, veteran type moves uh, when he is uh, out there on the football field. And you feel good uh, about Bagleton and Malik Taylor, depending on which way you go. I tend to lean to the fact that if this ends up being six receivers, it's Malik Taylor. If they end up going seven, which again, you never know with this team, but if they go seven, then I think probably Reggie Bagleton makes it just because of everybody else that's left, nobody else has really been there. I mean, Zay Brown hasn't been available since what August first, August second, something like that, with that hamstring injury. So he pretty much took himself right out of this bad boy uh, as far as making this team. I, I just Devin Funches, done uh, with the Packers, so that's that's a uh, you know shut and closed case. He's not making the roster, so they're really the only two receivers uh, at this point that you can point to. And say they're battling for that last spot, depending on how it all goes. Jordan Love, at the end of the day, who we're talking about, 12 of 18, 149 yards, uh, one interception, uh, one sack for eight yards, and a 69 passer rating. The 69 passer rating is ugly. If you just look at the passer rating and you didn't watch the game, you're thinking to yourself, oh, my God. If you didn't watch the game and go, well, you know, the interception. I, I didn't see the game, Sparky, but how close was the interception? Oh, it, it, it um, yeah, it, it was, it, it was a bad decision.
3: Hill back there tripping his love, and then throws in the end zone. Intercepted and picked off by Micah Hyde. The former Packer picks it off. Ill-advised it throw by Jordan Love, where he tripped on his own lineman's feet. And then whips it into the end zone for an
2: end zone pick and a turnover. You know, when you see that play happen, again, a panic decision off his back foot. Uh, and people want to say it's it's similar to a uh, Brett Favre move or whatever the case may be. It doesn't really bother me as much. And I responded to somebody on Twitter from my personal account at Sparky Radio. Uh, that were They were saying, oh, that, that's not good you have to understand, you're going to grow into this. He is going to grow into this. For those of you that are old enough, and Sam Schmitz, I don't believe, is one of those people that is old enough to remember a a lot about Favre. You don't remember a lot about Brett, I'm assuming, right? I do. You do remember. Okay. So when Brett Favre started his career in Green Bay, those first couple of years, Brett Favre threw pick after pick after pick after pick. And Holmgren would constantly on his TV show or in press conference say he's just got to throw the ball away. Like, I keep telling him, and we've just got to get to the point where he throws it away. And I'll never forget this. And Gary and Leroy and I talk about it on the Wendy's Big Show all the time. The first time he threw a ball away – Into the sideline. The Lambeau Field celebrated like they had scored a touchdown. People were cheering and hooting and hollering. The announcers were chuckling because they knew why they were hooting and hollering. Because Far finally learned to throw a ball away. And it was the sarcastic applause, I guess, of Packer fans that he finally did it. As he gets older, Jordan Love, and as he advances in his career and gets more snaps and gets more reps... You won't see stuff like that. Maybe I'll be wrong. I don't think I will be. He's going to learn from it, and he won't make those type of mistakes. Instead of trying to force it downfield, he'll either continue to run or he'll just throw it to the sideline. If you're out of the pocket, you can throw it away. Ain't no harm, no foul. If you're in the pocket and you do that stuff, okay, intentional ground. But as long as you're out outside that pocket area, you can throw it away. And that's what he should have done instead of you know trying to do that. The difference between him and Rodgers, we've talked about with Gary and I after his first game uh, during this Green and Gold postgame show, is simple. He is going to force the ball into spots that Aaron simply will not throw. He's going to make throws like that. And when he makes those throws, not that goofy throw that he threw today, but he's going to try and use his arm and try and sling it between two guys and try and fit it into a tiny window to get it to his receiver. He's going to give his wide receivers opportunities for jump balls to win that fight, to get that ball, to make a big play down the sideline. The perfect example of that type of deal is the great pass he made to Malik Taylor down the right sideline. I mean, that to me uh, was perfect because he got the defense to jump offsides, so he knew he had the free play from the right side, and he took his shot like Rodgers would, and it worked.
3: Love the quarterback with the second and 14 after a bobbled snap from the new center henson somebody moved free play down the sideline taylor hey that's that's a catch that
4: he's done that great adjustment to the ball he understood that it was a free play that love was probably going to come to him and
1: he makes an adjustment, gets the feet down inbound, and outside. takes the big hit. Number 91, defense. The penalty is a throw to the play. That's an Aaron Rodgers-type
3: play. That's a Rodgers-type play. They pick up 27 on the penalty and the completion.
2: But this is where I'll disagree with Kevin Harlan a little bit. Yes, it's a Rodgers-type play where he takes his shot on a free play. Agree, Kevin. My disagreement on this is, I think, maybe I'll be wrong, As we go forward with Jordan Love, probably not till next season or whenever he finally gets his chance to start for the Packers or somebody else, he's going to take more of those shots even if it's not a free play, where he's going to make that throw with his arm and let the receiver go get it. Rodgers does some of that, not nearly as much as Brett did. And I think Jordan Love is going to be somewhere in that happy medium. He's going to throw more interceptions than Rodgers during the course of a year for certain. But he's also going to make some plays – that Rodgers would not attempt to make because he's not trying to throw an interception. So with the goods going to come the bad with Jordan Love. Not saying he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback like Favre and Rodgers, but the uh the amount of uh caution to the wind, shall we say, is going to be somewhere in between, I think. Me personally, I'm happy. I think and maybe I'd be maybe I would be wrong, but I think right now if You gave Jordan Love an opportunity in a one-game situation in the middle of the Packers season. I'm not looking at the schedule. Say it's week seven. I don't even know who they play. Let's say it's week seven. Rodgers gets hurt in practice or whatever. Jordan Love's got to start the game. I think Jordan Love can win you a football game. In the regular season. I think he's capable of winning you a football game. I don't know if Jordan Love's capable of winning you 10 football games right now, but I think Jordan Love could do good enough with starting caliber wide receivers, a starting caliber offensive line, uh, running backs like Aaron Jones back there instead of Dylan and and Hill. And no disrespect, but Aaron Jones is better than both of those guys at this point. I think they would have a chance to win football games with Jordan Love, with a starting unit around him in a one-game scenario. I wasn't as certain of that before preseason started. Now that I've seen essentially... Four to five quarters of Jordan Love, I feel much better about the situation going forward. What about you? The Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Experience online car buying on your terms with Van Horn Direct. What do you make out of Jordan Love now? Because you're not going to see him again until next preseason if jo- if uh, our guy Aaron Rodgers can stay healthy. Bills lose to the Packers 19-0. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network.
1: The Green Bay game is over. Let's go inside the box score and see what the numbers say from today's game. You're listening to the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Big Show Radio Network.
2: Well, unlike what I said going into that last break, the Bills beat the Packers 19-0. I'm pretty sure I said the Packers won, but I misspoke clearly not sure if anybody else caught it but i caught it as soon as i turned off my microphone all right 19-0 bills over the packers jordan love 12 of 18 149 yards an interception he was sacked once only a quarterback rating of 69 kurt benkert uh 7 of 11 61 yards no interceptions no touchdowns he was sacked once as well quarterback rate. Kylan Hill running the football. I thought he looked good again. Seven carries, 37 yards. Dexter Williams, five carries, 28 yards. I think that was the best he looked so far this preseason, and he probably won't make the team, however. Patrick Taylor, six carries, 19 yards. A.J. Dillon, seven uh, for 18. Not necessarily uh, a good one for him. Jordan Love, three for 16. Uh, Receiving the ball, Malik Taylor, five catches, 69 yards. Reggie Bagleton, four for 51. Amari Rogers six for 41. Dominique Daphne, one for 23. Patrick Taylor, one for 15. Kylan Hill, one for seven. Uh, Josiah DeGuaro, one for four. Uh, And that's it for the Packers. Now, I will say that catch by Dominique Daphne was a thing of beauty. It was one of those deals where... Jordan Love was on a bootleg. He had Amari Rodgers underneath, who was tight in coverage. If he throws the ball, he gets tackled, and they don't get the first down. If he throws it underneath, that was the first read. Instead, he hit Daphne coming deeper downfield by, you know, 15 yards or whatever. Hit Daphne all by himself, a wide open. It was a great decision by Jordan Love. Again, there's good and there's bad. Like, there's going to be with every rookie, even though he's not a rookie, but because you haven't really seen him play, and he hasn't played in 18 months before the first preseason game, it's kind of where we are right now uh, with Jordan Love. So this is as much as we're going to see of Jordan Love, unless Rodgers gets hurt. We're not going to see him until next preseason. Are you happy? They are you still okay that they made this trade up to get Jordan Love? Do you see what the Packers saw when they drafted Jordan Love? Are you comfortable if Jordan Love has to go out there and play a game and can he win a game? I think he can. I think if he has to go out there and start a game in the regular season. I think he's good enough to win a football game. If he's got to play for a bunch of weeks, I'm not so sure that they're going to win a bunch of games necessarily. But in a one-game scenario, I think Jordan Love would be okay. Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer, Sam Schmitz, other side of the glass. Gary uh, off today, but he'll be here uh, after every Green and Gold uh, postgame show in the regular season. Let's go to Mike, listening on WJJQ and Marinette. You're next here on the Green and Gold postgame show. What's up, Mike?
5: Hi
2: there. I just
4: think that everybody's given – I think everybody's given Jordan Love the short stick. I think that he has a chance to be just as good as Favre or Rodgers.
2: Ooh! All right. So if, you're, you're you're throwing it out there. I'm going to let you expand. What are you seeing that makes you think that? I I just think that in the beginning,
4: when Rodgers was out there and Favre was out there, that's all they 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 made a lot of mistakes. I just think that Jordan Love he has an arm. He has the quickness. I I just think that he needs more work with them in the first string. You know, Rogers is going to play with the first string. Right. Barb played with the first string. Yep. Everybody
5: else had that chance. Give him that chance.
2: I, I totally agree with you uh, on, on that perspective. The more work he gets, the better he's going to get. And like you said, having Devontae Adams to throw to, a little bit different than having Malik Taylor and Reggie bakleton to throw to. A little bit different. Uh, MVS streaking Aaron. down the sideline. Don't really have that at this point either with what he's playing with. Having a Bakhtiari left tackles, so you don't got to worry about the left side. Beautiful. I have an Elton Jacobs on the left side. Beautiful. Aaron Jones to rely to rely on behind you. It's a whole different game. I completely agree, Mike. Thanks for listening in Marinette. Uh, really appreciate it. Again, do you want to jump aboard? Let's talk. It's just you and me. That's it. There's nobody else that's going to take up Uh, Time on the air. Just you and me. So if you have ever wanted to call into a uh, talk show, this is your chance to get on the air and talk some Green Bay Packers football and Jordan love. The Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648. Experience online car buying on your terms with Van Horn Direct. And don't forget, we're broadcasting from the Lakeland University Studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. Let's go to Nate on the north side of Milwaukee. You're next in the Green and Gold post-game show with me, Steve Sparky Flyver. What's going on, Nate?
6: Uh, what's up, Sparky? Um, yeah, no. You asked what? Uh, what have I seen from Jordan Love? Uh, I have seen exactly what I thought I was going to see. Um, a few mistakes here and there, but overall, he, he does he does what he needs to do as far as throwing the ball to check downs when when the pressure is coming, getting the ball out of his head quickly, um, looking through his progressions. Yeah, that interception was bad, but um, that's his first. That's his first real big mistake out of the two games that he's had. So um, I don't think we. I don't think people should kill him over it. But yeah, um, I I am confident that he can he can come in there and be be a starting quarter a starting quarterback for a game or two if if need be. And um, I just want to say this about Daphne. I think they keep him over uh, Sternberger. Uh, yep. I think, if, honestly, I think they trade him um, when it when it's, when it's time to come down to cut downs.
2: Um, it's a big cut down, too. You're going from 80 to 53. That's a yeah. lot of dudes that are going to be out of jobs.
6: And Jace was a high pick, so yep. I believe that they try to get something for him because Daphne, he can block and he can catch. Um, and Jace is going to miss the first two games. So I believe I'm not I'm not saying that I know, but I believe I believe they trade Jace, try to find a, try to find a, get a, probably get like a fourth or a fifth floor. Um, try to get a team that needs a tight end, and they trade him there.
2: You know, I think you could get something for Sternberger. I don't know how high of a pick, but I think you get something. Thanks for the call, uh, Nate. I appreciate it as always from the north side of Milwaukee. Listen, when you talk about Sternberger, he is the um, prototypical shall I say, tease player, right? He's that guy that's got a ton of athletic ability, shows you flashes of really being something, and then at the same point gets hurt and you're like, ugh. Or makes a mistake in a situation and you're like, ugh. That's kind of what I think he is. Now, from that standpoint, can a tease player turn into a really good player? Absolutely. But... When you're in a roster crunch and you're a very good team, like the Green Bay Packers are at this point, and you decide that you've had enough of the tees and want to go for something certain at this point, you will find a general manager, I would think, around the National Football League that might be willing to, you know, especially a team that's not high on on the waiver order or whatever else, that may look at this and go, all right, do I want to get into a bidding process one way or the other? Uh, for somebody. Now, I don't think there's going to necessarily be that, but if you have a really good football team, uh, I'm trying to think of one here off the top of my head. Let's say the Dolphins. I don't know if you saw the reports, but apparently the Dolphins are the leading uh, contender right now to get Deshaun Watson uh, from Houston. Apparently it's going to involve three ones and two twos to start with is what it sounds like uh, of what Houston is looking for for Deshaun Watson, what that means for Tua. I'm guessing either he goes, I would imagine he goes back to Houston. And if Houston gets two for Deshaun Watson and a bunch of picks, that's a win for Houston. Uh, And then obviously Miami then becomes in win now mode immediately. But a a team like Miami who, you know, may look at Jay Sternberger and be like, Hey, he's better than what we got as our third tight end. Or, Hey, he's better than what we have as our fourth tight end. And we're going to keep four tight ends. And if somebody goes down, I like our chances with him in that situation. You might be able to get something for him. Yeah, you might at the end of the day. Or you might not. That's the one thing that you just don't know. I mean, we we as Packer fans watch these guys and we get connected on a different level than a general manager or a scout who hasn't watched these guys for two or three years, I uh, haven't necessarily maybe seen everything per se, and maybe they have. When they look at a guy, they look at him completely different as fans. So, the, like, Kurt Benkert is a perfect example of that, right? I think that they might be able to get a pick for him. Leroy doesn't seem they will and thinks they'll be able to get him right back on the practice squad because nobody will have interest. So, again, that's a player viewpoint versus me as a fan viewpoint. Which one is going to be right? Who knows? But, again, it's two completely different views of the same player from two different perspectives. Dave, on the north side of Milwaukee, you're next on the Green and Gold Post Game Show with me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. What's up, Dave?
4: How you doing, Sparky? Can you hear me pretty good? You sound great. uh... Okay, so i got to agree with the first two callers, man. Like if anybody that's in their 30s or 40s that can remember when Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers started, Jordan Love is actually better than them. And the thing that people are not mentioning is he's bigger than them, which means he'll be able to see more downfield. He's at least two inches taller than both of them. So I thought it was a good pick. I understood what they were doing. You can't just build a team and give all the money to one person. You know, it's a business. And Rodgers should understand they did the same thing when he came out, and I agree with that pick, just like I agree with this pick. As far as this game and the last game, like that strip, that wasn't even a fumble. His arm was going forward. And the interception, Buffalo is one of the better defenses in the league. Far through so many interceptions, he frustrated me the whole time he was there and some people don't think that jordan love can be a hall of fame quarterback i think he can if he continues to grow and you put players around him that's not innate feelings for rogers he can be as well as i think that you don't fire Gutenkiss. look at the team he's building kevin king got killed in that last game to put us in the super bowl what does he go do He goes and gets the best defensive back available. And me being a former defensive back, you need that, especially in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I'm happy with Jordan Love, happy with the pick, and happy that the Packers got lucky again.
2: Dave, where did you play defensive back at? Uh,
4: Well, I played a little bit down south, but I played in the city conference.
2: Oh, nice. All right. Sounds good. Do you play college ball or no?
4: A little bit, got in a little trouble,
2: you know. Uh, details. You didn't that have to say my that. I
4: wasn't ready back
2: then. <laughs> Dave, all you gotta say is yeah, man, I played some college ball. I, I would have moved on. It would have been fine. Yeah, don't care about that. That was yeah. those were the younger days, man. We're all young and dumb. Hey, don't worry about it. Dave, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. All right. There no he problem. is. Dave on the north side. Again, that's a player, you know, perspective. Maybe not an NFL player perspective, but it's still a guy that's that that's played perspective. So a couple of comparisons to Rogers and Favre. I don't know if I'm ready yet. I don't think I'm there yet that I'm ready to go to the Rodgers and Favre level to say, yep, he's ahead of where they were at the same point. Or, yep, I can see him being just as good as them. I don't think I'm there yet. Maybe you are. And if you are, let's hear from you because so far... That seems, uh, at least of the people calling in right now, seems to be a majority. If you disagree, let's hear from you. The Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Experience online car buying on your terms with Van Horn Direct.
1: Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. The Green Bay game is over. What player stood out from today's game? Who made the biggest impact? It's time to name the MVP of the game. You're listening to the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Big Show Radio Network.
3: Love, the quarterback, with a second and 14 after a bobbled snap from the new center, Hansen. Somebody moved. Free play down the sideline taylor hey that, that's that's a catch that he's done that great adjustment to the ball
4: he understood that it was a free play that love was probably going to come to
1: him and he makes an adjustment gets the feet down inbound and Outside. takes a big hit 91 defense the penalty is thrown to the play that's an aaron Rodgers
3: type play that's a rogers type play they pick up 27 on the penalty
2: and the completion. Great play by Jordan Love. Great catch. Keeping his feet in bounds by Malik Taylor. Packers still lose, however, to the Buffalo Bills 19 uh, to zero in this one. MVP of the game as uh we look at it uh at the numbers. I think Malik Taylor's your MVP of the game. Sam Schmitz, you disagree with me on that? Malik Taylor, MVP of the game? Yeah, I would either go with Malik Taylor or Kylan Hill. Or Kylan Hill. Yeah, Kylan Hill, another good one. Uh, we'll go Malik Taylor. Five catches, 69 yards, your MVP of the game, and a 19-0 loss for the Bills to the Packers. Again, they were inside the 25, I believe, four times in this game against the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, LaFleur's thing all preseason is, uh, I don't want to punt. I'm just going to keep going for it on fourth down regardless. But I have no problem with that, right? Have Show some faith in your offense. Get an extra snap an extra rep in there during a preseason game, totally fine with that uh, scenario, and it didn't work out. One of them, Mason Crosby, missed a shot that he probably could hit you know, blindfolded in most situations, pulled it left. Uh, but outside of that, came up short, and you lose 19-0. Talking about Jordan Love, what do you think now? Now that we're seeing him play his first full preseason, a game and a half, about a game and a quarter, I guess, if you combine both halves of football and then into the third quarter, what do you think now? Still still good with the Packers, making that pick, trading up to get Jordan Love? I said earlier, I think he can win you a regular season game. Now, we start talking about six to ten games or more than that during a regular season at this point this year. I don't know if he'd have a winning record or not before it's all said and done, but in a one-game scenario, I think he's good enough to win you a game. I think he is. Uh, And maybe you disagree, and if you do, that's fine. Dial it up. What do you think of Jordan Love? Because this is the last time we'll see him, hopefully, if everything goes right till next preseason. The Van Horn Direct Toll Free Talk Line, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. You can also uh, tweet us at Big Show Network. Tweet us at Big Show Network. Dave on the north side of Milwaukee. A lot of Dave's on the north side of Milwaukee today. He's calling in next to the Green and Gold Post Game Show. What's going on, Dave?
5: Hey, Stevan, what's going uh, on? First, first point. Um, I would say he's better than any one of the backups that we've had, including Hasselbeck, uh, Brunel, Peterson, and uh, uh, who was the last one? We got oh, Flynn, Ty Dapner, Aaron three. Brooks. There's a bunch of them. So those are the those are the four. I think he'd be, and they all ended up being serviceable pros. So uh, for this, this what really impressed me even though we lost 19 to nothing, is they played their first string at least into the third quarter, and we played our scrubs. And their first string couldn't stop our offense. We stopped our offense. You know, every time we got down into the red zone, we shot ourselves in the foot. And I don't think that, that they had as much to do with it as we did. Um, and the last thing I'd like to say is that, Somebody needs to talk to James Lofton. He's not as funny as he thinks he is.
2: Oh, uh, I think and, he's
5: funny. You don't like oh, him? Oh, man. Come on. When he, when he says, well, you know, he's got to be ready for the regular season in case, you know, Aaron Rodgers breaks a shoelace. Come on.
2: <laughs> okay. Maybe that one wasn't as funny.
5: Well, he just, he just tries too hard. So, uh, anyway. Yeah. I when, don't but, know. But, but, Steve, when, when he, when he um, breaks stuff down, technically. He's
2: very, very good. Very good. He's just not funny. Yeah, see, I think he's very—it's funny, Dave. Thanks for the call. See, this is what I always tell uh, people. Comedy is very hard. Like, those people that want to try to do stand-up comedy, that think they're funny, more times than not, if they were given a microphone and and with a uh, a crowd of people, I don't care if you're in a bar, a restaurant, wherever you put the crowd of people, in your backyard, and said, okay, here you go. Go be funny and everybody's watching you, nine out of ten times, maybe nine and a half out of ten times, they're not going to get many laughs, and they're going to die on stage normally. Now, when you think you're funny, it's because sometimes your friends laugh at you maybe because they feel bad for you, right? I make something up funny. You kind of nervously laugh. <laughs> okay, yeah. fine. And then you think, in you're oh, Brian, your ego says, oh, man, I'm funny, dude. Everybody's comedy level is different. I guarantee you that Sam Schmitz, whatever shows or movies he watches and finds amusing one way or the other is probably not the same that
7: I would probably watch. Right. I mean, what did you think that's probably true? Yeah. And I mean, to an extent too, you can't hit on every joke. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, even to a fact, like everyone has their own commentators that they prefer and all that. Like for me, Specifically, I'm a big Gus Johnson fan. I know a lot of people aren't as big of Gus Johnson fans, but at the same time, these guys are really good at what they do and you got to appreciate. It. It's a it's a hard task to do.
2: It is. And again, I I think he's funny. I do. In fact, I told Gary a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, "Man, he is really funny. Like he's had me
7: laughing a couple of different times." Uh, watching the games. Do
2: you think he's funny, Sam?
7: Yeah, you absolutely. I mean, there's a couple times, but like you said, too, what he brings with his experience at wide receiver, when he's breaking down routes and plays for Malik Taylor, Reggie Bagleton and all that, I I absolutely listen to it. No question. And There was one play uh, where
2: Jordan Love was under immense amount of pressure and kind of threw it, and he threw it over Sternberger on the left side. And after the play was done, Lofton's like, now look. First of all, most quarterbacks would have just got hit, never would be able to get that ball away. Two, when you're the tight end and you see that happening, you have to like stop running or slow down to give your quarterback an opportunity to get you the ball because the further you keep running away from him, the harder it's going to be for him to deliver that football to you. Great analysis because, again, normal fans sitting at home is going, man, how do you miss him? He's wide open right there. Just, just lob it over the dude and make that throw. And Lofton, he analyzes it and tells you that, in fact, really, at the end of the day, yeah, maybe he should have made the throw, but there are other things to discuss on just that one play. I love it. Uh, I was tweeted out earlier, quote tweeted, the Big Show Network tweet earlier about, you know, what did you make of Jordan Love's performance today? And I tweeted in the last break, people calling in and comparing Love to Favre and Rodgers. And I said, I'm not sure I'm there yet. How about you? Uh, and Jesse tweets back at Sparky Ray and says, both Favre and Rodgers have good pocket awareness and could make something out of nothing. Love has not shown that yet in his uh, three quarters of gameplay. Well, he's had like five, but either way. Uh, way too early yet, uh, says Jesse. I agree with you on it being way too early. But I will also go back. I, people, I wish, you know what I, and this will never happen, but I wish you could go back and
7: watch Aaron Rodgers' first couple of preseasons. People really don't remember. Oh, Rami and I did. Before uh, this first preseason game, we watched, we rewatched Aaron Rodgers' first snaps in the preseason. Right. And- it was gold. I mean, he was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. He was running, not even sliding and all that. Correct. And he's still holding the ball up to his ear hole and all that in the helmet. Yes. So it's, it's just pure comedy. So, again, remember, that was a first-round pick, okay? But...
2: Fans and I. Some of y'all may not have seen his first preseason games or two because who cares? You had Brett. Who cares what Aaron Rodgers did? And so maybe that was the logic, and you didn't actually watch him. But those that were paying attention that year, those first couple of years in training camp and preseason, he was bad. Worse than this. Worse than this. What you're seeing right now. So if you want to compare Jordan Love's first preseason games to Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love wins. Would you agree, Sam Schmidt? Absolutely. But but again, he had three years to develop with McCarthy, with the quarterback school, and everything else goes into it. They had to bring the ball down, get it away from his ear hole, and kind of rework and rebuild him from the ground up. Now, of course, to this day, he doesn't give McCarthy any credit for anything. You know, Tom Clements gets credit and everybody other than McCarthy. Fine, whatever. But those are the facts. He was brutal. This here, that's better than what Rodgers was. Again, not comparing the two long-term, how they're going to be or whatever. I'm just saying, early on, Rodgers was horrible. He looks way better than Rodgers did uh, when Rodgers started. So even when you start comparing pocket pocket presence and everything else, bad. Very, very bad. Uh, And again, I go back to, why do you think they drafted Braum in the second round that year? They drafted Braum in the second round because they were concerned that maybe Rodgers wasn't going to be as good as they thought because of how bad he was struggling. So they went and used another high pick on a quarterback because they weren't convinced that Rodgers was going to be that guy. That's why they did another quarterback. Just saying. Bills over the Packers, 19-0. We'll hear from Matt LaFleur, Jordan Love, host of others coming up still here on the Green and Gold Post Game Show with me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer.
1: Wisconsin-wide, the Big Show Radio
6: Network.
2: Welcome back. The Green Bay Packers come up on the losing end to the Buffalo Bills. 19-0. 19-0. But again, we've been talking about Jordan Love, and we'll hear from Jordan Love, we'll hear from Matt LaFleur uh, as well coming up. And we've been talking about this offense being able to really drive the football down the field against the Buffalo Bills first string defense in the first half. Way better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be ugly. I thought when this whole thing was said and done that, you know, Jordan Love may get sacked four or five times. Hopefully he gets out of it healthy. Might have some negative yards running that offensive line. Played way better than I thought. Way better than I expected going in. Wasn't even close. So they deserve props too. Now, Jake Hansen, who was a draft pick last year at the center, he had a rough go of it when they, he came in there in the second half. He, he wasn't very good. He had a low snap and a shotgun play, about ankle high for Jordan Love, went between his legs. Um, then didn't snap the ball. When Jordan Love asked for him to snap the ball, Jordan Love was like stomping an ant into the ground out there as he's picking up his leg and stomping it down. Picking up his leg and stomping it down. I just never snapped the ball. It was zero for probably like three seconds before they blew the whistle and stopped the play. Literally, it was that long before they stopped the play. Craziness. Absolute craziness. Uh, so I don't know if he makes the team. Probably not. Uh, and I would assume they will get him to the practice squad uh, as well. I don't think anybody's going to pick him up if they want to have him on the practice squad because now the long-term answer uh, is set. All right, we'll continue on talking about the Packers' loss to the Bills, 19-0. Matt LaFleur, Jordan Love, all coming up next.
1: You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. The Green Bay game is over. Now it's time to talk about what happened in the game what went right what went wrong who's to blame it's time for the green and gold postgame show with steve sparky pfeiffer and former packers running back gary ellerson on the big show radio network
2: the green bay packers come up on the losing end, 19 0 to the buffalo bills taking your calls your tweets on Aaron Rodgers. His first preseason is in the books. What do you make of Aaron, uh, not Aaron Rodgers, of Jordan Love, I should say? Sheesh, I'm all messed up. What do you make of Jordan Love now that his first preseason is in the books? Hopefully, we don't see him again until next preseason. There's been some early comparisons to Rodgers and Brett Favre. In the first hour of the Green and Gold Post Game Show, dial it up if you'd like. The Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Experience online car buying on your terms with Van Horn Direct. And some of the tweets uh, coming in, Uh, At Big Show Network so far, Brian from Stalus says, I clearly remember my friends and I watching Aaron Rodgers in preseason, 2005, 2006, and 2007. And my friends and I all saying Rodgers is not the answer. were we wrong? But love looks better than that. That's what we all have to remember. We all forget how bad Rodgers looked but I'm glad some of you do remember Gary tweets at big show uh, network and says still too early. Rogers looked like crap. His first years behind Favre. Did everyone forget Rogers coming in after Favre in Baltimore and getting hurt there? Every green Bay fan was throwing arms up in disgust. Yes. I remember that. And I also remember everybody being mad that he couldn't stay healthy. That every time he'd come in, he'd end up getting hurt one way or the other, not being able to stay on the field. And that was a big hang-up with a lot of Packer fans. Why? Because we were spoiled. Spoiled with a quarterback that never missed a game in his career in Green Bay. Spoiled by a Hall of Fame quarterback that played in two Super Bowls and won one. I'm not going to say we were spoiled by a Hall of Fame quarterback that led the universe in interceptions. But you were spoiled by, by greatness of Brett Favre. And he had huge shoes to fill. Without question. Now, Jordan Love is not going to face the same pressure of, you know, trying to stay healthy or whatever the case may be because Rodgers, his predecessor, has been hurt numerous times. So there's not going to be that pressure. If he gets dinged up or something in a regular season game when he comes in, you will not have the same outcry as you did with Aaron Rodgers because of who he is following. Without question. Another one uh, comes in. Papa Tom 1953 tweets at Big Show Network. Hey, Steve, how and why would anyone go and compare Love to either 4 or 12? That's just not even a discussion at this point. Will he be okay as one or two game starter? He has to be now, right? So yes is the answer. Then say he has potential for a Hall of Fame. Really? That is from Papa Tom, 1953. 1953. I think the, the comparison is how they both looked when they both first got to Green Bay. Rodgers preseason, Favre regular season coming in and taking over. Now, Favre in the regular season, again, made highlight-type plays. Came in, in that Bengals game uh, and won the football game after replacing Domikowski. Uh, and the Magic, man, remember, it was coming off that Magic and the Miracle season where they were just oh so close to making the playoffs – and everybody thought that he was going to be the answer at quarterback and would lead the Packers to a playoff performance at some point. Everybody outside of Ron Wolf, obviously, because if Ron Wolf believed that, he would not have traded a one for Brett Favre. But Packer fans at that point were very, very happy with Don Mikowski. And then Favre came in, and obviously the rest is history. Mikowski never got his job back. Uh, ended up going and playing in a couple different situations, including Indianapolis, where Lindy Infante became the head coach, who was his coach in Green Bay that uh, was eventually replaced by Mike Holmgren uh, and played down in Indy uh, for a couple of years. Mikowski later uh, would say uh, to me and Gary, I believe, I don't remember if Roy was on the show at that point or not, but uh, he would later come on to say that if I would have known how Favre's career would have played out, I gladly would have held a clipboard for far for 10 or 12 years and made a million dollars every year as his backup and you know really would have put myself in a situation but again at that point ego and everything else in play what happens you get into a situation where you want to go start because you'd been starting you almost took a team that's been horrible uh to the playoffs and you want to go somewhere else and start so again no faulting or anything like that uh, Shuttlesworth tweets at uh, the Sparky Radio and at Big Show Network. As our local Aaron Rodgers hater, at least at what point do you realize he was the real deal? I don't think, me personally, I don't think I realized he was the real deal really until year one of him starting the whole season. I wasn't sold on Aaron Rodgers being what he is. And even after year one, I still wasn't sold on Aaron Rodgers being a, you know, Hall of Fame, perennial Pro Bowl type player. They lost several close games uh, that year. And even that first year, people blamed the defense, people blamed the coaching, people were rallying to a certain degree uh, around Rodgers. Uh, And even, you know, that one, uh, what was it, that game against the Cardinals, they go to overtime and... He's fallen back and throws an interception. They return it for a touchdown, and the Packers lose. Even that game that was in overtime, they blamed the Packers' defense uh, for letting it get to overtime uh, at that point. But I wasn't, wasn't there on Rodgers till later. And I'm not there on Jordan Love in any comparison, you know, long-term to Rodgers or Favre now by any stretch of the imagination at all. Like preseason, we want to compare, fine. He's better than Aaron Rodgers in preseason when Rodgers started. That's not even debatable. Hey, Sam, where did you you find the Rodgers rookie year or second
7: year preseason games? Are those on YouTube? Where did you and Rami find them? Yeah, YouTube and then on Twitter there's an account called NFL Throwback. And at the time they were tweeting them out. Perfect. So, if you
2: don't remember or you're not old enough or whatever the case may be to remember what he looked like and, you know, maybe you think we're crazy, you can go look him up. Go watch him. And then use your brain to go back to what we've just seen this preseason from Jordan Love. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. He looks better than Aaron Rodgers did at the same point. He really does. Not even a debate at this point as far as who's looked better. All right. Matt LaFleur. uh, We're going to hear from him coming up next here on the Big Show Radio Network.
1: Border to Border. The Big Show Radio Network. The Green Bay game is over. What went right? What went wrong? What's the latest on the injuries? It's time to hear what the head coach thinks of today's game. You're listening to the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Big Show Radio Network.
2: Packers come up on the losing end to the Buffalo Bills. 19-0. Steve Sparky, Fiver with you. Gary Ellerson off. He will be back on our next Green and Gold Post Game Show to start the regular season as they will travel to New Orleans to take on Jameis Winston and the Saints. Doesn't appear to be as scary as Drew Brees and the Saints. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll we'll see how the Saints uh, end up. Still got Michael Thomas, uh, still got Elvin Kamara, so you're still going to have your hands full to a point, but it's still not as scary, I don't think, as having to face uh, Drew Brees in a couple of weeks. And remember now, you've got to take rosters down from 80 to 53. That's the next job for every NFL team. Uh, and then you get... I mean, pretty much two weeks before you have to play again. The Packers don't play until two weeks from tomorrow. So plenty of time for the Packers uh, to get ready and get practices in as they get ready to take on the New Orleans Saints. Uh, And based on how some things have looked, maybe they need some practice, especially their starters who have only been in practice. No preseason games for them at all. Jordan Love, who we've been talking about the entire Green and Gold postgame show, and thanks for everybody that's called in and tweeted in, uh, 12 of 18, 149 yards Uh, One interception, it was just a bonehead play. It was a panic play, got forced to the right, had a guy in his face immediately when he turned, uh, and threw off his back foot, threw up what could have been called a fair catch at any point uh, towards the end zone and was intercepted uh, by, of course, Micah Hyde, the former Green Bay Packer. Uh, Outside of that, I think Jordan Love uh, looked pretty good in this football game. He really did. They moved the football against a starting Buffalo Bills defense pretty much the entire first half. Didn't cash in because they were going for it on every fourth down. Uh, And the one time they decided to take points, Mason Crosby hooked what was like a 22, 23-yard field goal to the left. Wasn't even close. Uh, So outside of that, uh, I think Love looked pretty good. Looked pretty good in the first half of the first game. Looked pretty good in the first half of this game. Third quarter looked decent, I guess would be the best way to describe it. Uh, And talking about how good he looks. Now let's hear what Matt LaFleur thinks of the Packers' performance from today. All right. So there's Matt LaFleur uh talking about you know who was calling plays and all that fun stuff, proud of his team for battling how they battled against those uh starters for Buffalo. Meanwhile, they're unveiling the NFL top one hundred. Sam Schmitz has been following this. So Devontae
7: Adams is at six, right? Um, I don't hear you though. Yep, yeah, Devontae's at six. Okay. It goes right now, it goes Josh Allen, uh TJ Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, Tom Brady, and then Devontae Adams. Green Bay's Aaron Rodgers comes in at three. Three. So I'm assuming
2: that Donald and Mahomes are one and two to bank Rodgers three at this point. I really thought he was going to be one. I did. I mean, there was no reason for him not to be one. The only way I saw him not being one is if they decided to give it to Aaron Donald, which it's hard to argue. The guy's uh, the most dominant defensive lineman in the NFL and has been uh, for a number of years. So Aaron Rodgers gets number 3 in the top 100. Devontae Adams gets number 6 on the top 100. Uh, And that's still impressive. And that's just another reason why, as I've been saying, I think they win the Super Bowl. Did you hear about Gary Ellerson's dream? If you don't follow Gary Ellerson on Twitter, I will tell you the dream that Gary Ellerson had last night. And you'll get to hear from Jordan Love. That's all coming up next as the Bills beat the Packers 19-0 in the final preseason game. You're listening to the Green and Gold Postgame Show.
1: Wisconsin-wide, the Big Show Radio Network. The Green Bay game is over. It's time to head inside the locker room and hear what the players have to say about today's game. You're listening to the Green and Gold Postgame Show on the Big Show Radio Network. 19-0, 19-0.
2: The Packers get shut out, but we're talking positives. We're talking happy things about Jordan Love, baby. Uh, As the preseason is wrapped, uh, people comparing him to Favre, people comparing him to Rodgers on the show today. Man, oh man. 12 of 18, 149 yards, one interception. Uh, Got sacked once. The interception was a panic throw. Uh, That's pretty much the best way to describe it. Going right, had a person in his face. Threw it off his back foot like a jump. Well, I wasn't even a jump ball. It was more like a punt. Uh, Micah Hyde picked it off, uh, and that was the only interception. Outside of that, moving the ball as well as they did against those first-string defensive players for the Bills. Then you just have to be happy. You have to be happy with the offensive line, not getting them killed. You have to be happy with how they played. Kylan Hill ran the ball well. And when he was in there, Dexter Williams ran the ball well there in the second half. Malik Taylor and Bagleton uh, both played well. Uh, there in the first half when Jordan Love was in there and into the third quarter. So while the Bills shut out the Packers 19-0, I think lots of positives uh, to take away from this game. Now let's hear from the Packers quarterback himself, Jordan Love. All right, so there is Jordan Love. Just every time he talks, very impressive as far as I'm concerned uh, when when he comes up uh, to the microphone, just like Aaron Rodgers or Devontae Adams or Bakhtiari. He just fits. Like you don't. At least I don't. Like, I don't detect any nerves. I don't detect, like, um, I I guess nerves would be the best way to describe it. Where, like, you know, he doesn't feel comfortable in front of the media or whatever the case may be. just always handles himself uh, real well and doesn't really get himself ever in a position where he's got to backtrack something he said or anything like that. I think he's just done a marvelous job in dealing with this whole Aaron Rodgers situation. And God knows he's had to deal with the Aaron Rodgers situation uh, since he's been drafted to the Green Bay Packers. The Bills over the Packers, 19-0. You're listening to the Green and Gold Post Game Show here on the Big Show Radio Network. Steve Sparky, Fiber with you. Uh, Gary Ellerson off, but uh, he'll be back on the Wendy's Big Show along with Leroy Butler coming up uh, on Monday. At the same time, as always, we'll get Gary and Leroy's thoughts on what they saw from the preseason game uh, earlier today, the last preseason game. Tonight on NFL Network, it's going to be uh, the Bears and the Tennessee Titans. I don't think I'm going to watch it in real time. I set it to record on the NFL Network. Do you set preseason games to record of other teams ever, Sam Schmidt?
7: Well, so I have YouTube TV, and there's an unlimited DVR on there. Oh? And what you can do is you can just DVR. There's a little setting that, like, any NFL game, it'll just automatically DVR it. Really? Yeah. So, so you can you can DVR the entire slate on a Sunday? Yep. Oh, that's pretty cool. And then I also have like red zone too, so sure you can just go back and watch that I, if you miss anything. So you don't have to pay for the league pass, um, or is I mean, it only the over-the-air regional games that you? Yeah, play? it's not every game. It's whatever games so it's not they. Every game. Yeah, it's not. It's whatever games they pick and choose for the you know noon to three and three to six slots. So is it guaranteed to be your region? Is it de-
2: determined by where you are and where your IP address is or whatever?
7: Yeah. It is. So So you're going to get Packers. Yeah. And then whatever other afternoon games there are. Right. Whatever CBS or Fox may have. All right. So that's cool. I did not know. I learned something new. So for me, I want to, I'm DVRing
2: it. Uh, Probably, I'll probably end up watching it tomorrow at some point because I think it's supposed to rain most of the day. Uh, But I I really want uh, to watch a little bit more Bears action here. And and the reason is, is because I really want to see the quarterback situation down there. They've already named Andy Dalton the starting quarterback, and there's lots of disagreement amongst Bears fans in Chicago about whether or not this was the right move or not. It feels like the older dudes all seem to agree with this, uh, and the younger dudes all want Fields in there uh, instead. So I'm assuming Fields will play quite a bit in this game tonight against Tennessee, so I'll probably watch that at some point uh, tomorrow. All right, let's hear from uh, Royce Newman, uh, the Packers' rookie offensive lineman who they drafted out of Ole Miss. And like I said earlier, this offensive line did really, really well today in front of Jordan Love. They really did. You know, playing that starters, those starters uh, against the Buffalo Bills, to keep him clean for the most part. You know, I got docked down at least one time where his helmet came off, and as Lofton pointed out, clearly it wasn't on very hard because he literally got pushed, and it came off when he hit the ground. But for the most part, Jordan Love uh, was kept pretty clean all day by that offensive line, and Royce Newman, uh, they haven't officially said it yet, but is expected to be uh, a starting guard. Uh, probably the right guard when Jenkins goes to left guard once Bakhtiari comes back. Uh, and maybe while Bakhtiari is out, maybe he's on the left side. But either way, I think Rice Newman has earned himself a starting guard position. He talked after the football game today, and this is what he had to say. Has anybody ever asked that question? I've never heard anybody ever ask that to an offensive lineman. Ever. I've never heard anybody ask that. What's your favorite block of the preseason? I, I have to imagine that might be the first time those words were ever uttered in the history of the National Football League of an offensive lineman.
7: I mean, when it comes to offensive linemen and asking questions for the media, sometimes you got to dive deep. It's not yeah, a whole but lot to Yeah, most offensive
2: for. linemen are going to give you a bunch of opinion and everything else one way or the other. But that, yeah, whatever. I mean, everybody's got their own set of questions. I'm sure I've asked questions where people are like, dude, what the hell are you doing, Sparky? But That's okay. That's why we're all different human beings. 19-0, the Buffalo Bills over the Green Bay Packers. It is the Green and Gold Postgame Show.
1: You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network.
3: The quarterback with a second and 14 after a bobbled snap from the new center, Henson. Nobody moved. Free play. Down the sideline. Taylor. Hey, that's That's a catch. That he's done that.
4: Great adjustment to the ball. He understood that it was a free play, that Love was probably going to come to him. And he makes an adjustment,
1: gets the feet down inbound, and takes a big hit. Number 91, defense. The penalty is... Throw to the play that's an Aaron Rodgers
3: type play that's a Rodgers type play they pick up 27
2: on the penalty and the completion so there it is Packers TV network Kevin Harlan James Lofton on the call and again a great play there by Jordan Love we talk about the throw to Malik Taylor but what about him drawing guys offsides with that hard count right I mean that's you learned that from, from Aaron Rodgers. And he's talked about it. I think Rodgers has talked about them working on just that, getting that hard count down. Because when you can get free plays and take opportunities where you can throw it in a double coverage, you can throw jump balls and not worry about what happens because you know it's not going to count because the defense jumped off sides. That's a big deal. 19-0, Bills beat the Green Bay Packers. I told you earlier Gary Ellerson had a dream. Well, Gary Ellerson's dream last night, he tweeted it out today. Packers won the Super Bowl. I will simply tell you, the last time Gary Ellerson had a vision, a dream, whatever you want to call it, that they were going to win the Super Bowl was the last time they won the Super Bowl. Hasn't had one since. That, that's a good sign. That'll do it today for the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Packers lose 19-0. Toodles!
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.